On episode 341 of Nintendo Switchcraft, your controller could be listening to you. Resident Evil leaves something out. We've got indies coming to the Switch, some Dragon Quest news, some Pokemon news, plus some deals. All those stories and more on this episode of Nintendo Switchcraft. Stick around. Switchcraft is brought to you three days a week, every Tuesday, Thursday at 3 p.m. U.S. Eastern and on Saturday at whatever time I can get to it. Tune in live over at twitch.tv slash run, jump, stomp. This episode of Switchcraft is brought to you by Abe Martinez. Get Switchcraft and my other content ad-free for as little as a dollar by heading on over to patreon.com slash run, jump, stomp. And don't forget you can leave a voicemail for the show by going to runjumpstomp.com slash voicemail from any device, and I may even play it on the show. Oh my goodness, your controller could be listening to you. Before we get to your controller could be listening to you, I'm on the wrong damn screen. All right, let's try that again. Um, Before we get to uh, that stuff, I want to, I want to, talk about oh my god my brain stopped working because i got distracted by the stupid wrong screen thing and now now my brain has to reboot so let's all just wait a second and it's going to reboot and there we go okay uh there's a couple things that i want to address first off the shows have been getting longer and i know that a lot of people listening listening to the show they like the shorter episodes and they've regularly been getting to 40 or some minutes. And I, I am going to do my best to rein that in and do less of that. So I know that you guys like to have the shorter shows. So I'm going to do my best to make sure that, uh, that that's what you get. Uh, sometimes shows will be longer and there's nothing I can really do about that. Secondly, uh, if you haven't already subscribed to Run, Jump, Stomp, make sure that you do. I interviewed David Brevik, the creator of Diablo. That episode comes out on Friday. So if you are interested in that, go to runjumpstomp.com slash shows and make sure that you subscribe because it was a really, really good conversation that we had. Uh, and I'm going to, you know, there I'm getting more and more guests on that show. So if you like ha- hearing conversations about video games, make sure you subscribe to Run, Jump, Stomp. Again, runjumpstomp.com slash shows to subscribe. It's free. It doesn't cost anything. Okay, let's start with some Nintendo news. Let's start with uh, this. Um, you know, everybody everybody has some complaints about the, pro, about the Pro Controller. I have some p- complaints about the Pro Controller. Number one, D-pad, not great. D-pad's kind of mushy, doesn't work very well. Um, sometimes you get the wrong input. It's still my preferred controller. It's still one of my favorite controllers because I don't play a lot of D-pad heavy games. And if I do play a D-pad heavy game, I usually tend to use the Joy-Cons because I really like the the D-pad on the Joy-Cons. I like a lot. In fact, I think, and and there's going to be people who are very angry about this, but I think it would be awesome if they replaced this with D-pad buttons like the ones that are on the Joy-Cons. Uh, go ahead and yell at me on Twitter if you're angry about my me saying that, but uh, that's at RunJumpStomp, hashtag Nintendo Switchcraft. Um, I like the other the other um, 
D-pad much, much better. Uh, another thing that people don't like about the Pro Controller is that it has kind of a weak uh, rumble. The uh, rumble in the Joy-Cons is a thousand times better, and uh, the rumble on the on the Pro Controller is just kind of weak. You don't notice it as much, but that's not really that big of a deal. Uh, I will say that a lot of people think that it's super comfortable, and uh, the the other thing that people don't like is that the triggers are digital instead of analog. Now, that being said, I, ha- I still have yet to talk about the thing that most people hate about the Nintendo Switch Pro Controller, and that, that there is that there's no uh, jo- um, headphone jack on this thing, uh, meaning that you can't use it for voice. Now, of all those laundry list things of, that I've complained about here, you would think that I would very much dislike the Pro Controller, and that is not the case. I'm a fan of the Pro Controller. I think it's awesome. I would just change some things about it. You know, not I, I don't expect everything to be perfect, and I, I don't automatically hate something because it's not perfect. Um, but PDP is launching a controller that fixes one of those issues. And the one issue that they are fixing is the headphone jack. Now, a lot of people are probably pretty excited by the idea of, of a headphone jack. And my God, could this picture be more disingenuous? Um, <laughs> they, they, they show this picture, and I think it's pretty strategically placed so that you can't see the wire right here. Like, you could just barely see it. That's very strategic placement. It is a wired controller. And a lot of people got excited about the idea of, oh man, we can just plug our headphone, like our headphones into it and use our headphones to communicate through voice on the games on the Switch. Okay, that's awesome. The only issue is a lot of the games on the Switch don't have built-in voice. I think Warframe does. I know that Fortnite does. Uh, Rocket League does not. And I think Paladins might, as well as, um, oh gosh, uh, Smite might. Uh, but the, the number of games that we can really take advantage of this are pretty slim. And it's definitely not going to work with first-party Nintendo stuff, because first-party Nintendo stuff requires you to use, uh, if you want to use their voice, if you want to use voice chat, you have to use the Nintendo Switch Online app. Now, I don't think that this is necessarily a bad thing, the Nintendo Switch Online app, but if I were going to pick, I would personally choose Discord over anything else. And if I have to already use my phone, then Discord is where I'm going to go. Now, I don't really care that the built-in voice isn't uh, on the Nintendo Switch, but I do understand that I'm in the minority. And the whole reason that that I don't care about is because I have a ridiculous setup. You know, my Nintendo Switch is hooked up to my PC. The audio from the Switch comes through the PC. And then I use Discord on my PC. I know that that's a ridiculous setup. And most people won't have that access to that kind of a setup. So they want to have, they want to be able to uh, just plug their headphones into a damn controller and be able to use voice. And I totally agree that that would be the best way to go about it. However, for the most part, that's most games aren't really going to support it. Now, if you are huge into playing Fortnite on the Nintendo Switch, 
then by all means, you should pick up this controller because this will give you the best experience without a doubt. For me, I'm not really interested in it. This this controller does have some other features that are pretty cool. On the back, it has, you know what? Let me grab my Steam controller. On the back of my Steam controller, we have these extra buttons. You see these extra buttons? Uh, the PDP one, which, uh, let me see if they have a picture of this. Uh, on the back, oh, they don't show it. Um, but on the back, oh yeah, here it is, right here. Uh, they have uh, these macro buttons. So there's a, there's buttons just like I have on my Steam controller where you can click that and assign it to a button. They have those same things on this PDP controller. So it effectively has two extra buttons that other controllers don't have, that the Pro controller does not have, which is great for certain games. You know, instead of clicking in the sticks, you can just click the things on the back. Um, I think that that's fantastic. Again, it's a wired controller though. So for me, that's a deal breaker. I don't want a wired controller. And some of you might be saying, well, Bill, I mean, you're sitting right next to your switch. Why don't you want a wired controller? I just don't like wired controllers. And I know it is, um, not as good at like, I don't know how to say this. It's, it's just, it's not as accurate. Like there's some latency with, with a non-wire, with a wireless controller. I'm okay with a little bit of latency. That doesn't bother me. The extra feature seems great. Uh, so, but this is a wired controller. Doesn't have amiibo functionality. Does not have gyro functionality. Has a headphone jack. So you have to decide what is most important to you. For a lot of people, I think that the headphone jack is going to be the, the, like the killer feature. So how much for this thing? 25 bucks. I mean, I I may pick one up just because it's so cheap. And I'm very curious if, if you guys out there are going to pick up one of these. In fact, here's what I'm going to do right now. Let me duplicate my, my, uh, Twitter tab. I'm going to, I don't want to reply, uh, close that. I'm going to put out a tweet right now. Uh, how many, um, of you are going to buy the uh, Switch controller from PDP that has a headphone jack? Question mark. Reply with your reasons. And we'll say uh, yes, no. And we'll, we'll do four days. So I'll tweet that out and uh, we'll go ahead. And if you, um, if you uh, are, are interested, follow me on Twitter at run, jump, stomp, vote in the poll and uh, reply with your reasons. Let, let us know exactly what you think. I'm curious as to how this, this thing's going to do. I think it's cool. I just wish it were wireless. And the fact that it's not wireless means that I will never use it. But, I don't know, maybe I will just because it's so cheap. Let me know what you guys think. The Atari video computer system is 20 cartridges with 1,300 game variations you play on your own TV set. Uh, Resident Evil 4 is now out. I mean, speaking of controllers, Resident Evil 4 is now out for the Nintendo Switch. 
I, I think so. I think it came out today. And one of the things that it is missing, well, it's, I think it's only missing one thing, but the thing that it's missing is pro controller or not pro controller on motion controls. There's no motion controls in resident evil four. Now, some may say, is that really necessary? And I would say probably not. It's not a big deal, but it was on the Wii version or was it the Wii U version? It was on a previous Nintendo console that had motion controls uh, for Resident Evil 4. And a lot of people just assumed that Resident Evil 4 on the Switch would also have motion controls. A lot of people said that that was the definitive way to play the game. Now, I have not played Resident Evil 4. I mean, I think I played it on the Dreamcast. So that was... A long time ago, and I might be uh, misremembering which Resident Evil game it was, but I think I played Resident Evil 4 on the Dreamcast many, many years ago, and I thought it was a fantastic game. And then when it came to either the Wii or the Wii U, they, they brought in motion controls, and I've heard that that is the best way to play the game. Well, I guess you're not going to be playing the game that way on... Uh, the Nintendo Switch. Now, that being said, we have seen other games ship without motion controls and have motion controls later patched in. Fortnite did that. Um, oh, God. Uh, Paladins did that. So, uh, so some games uh, ship without them and then add them in later. This uh, Resident Evil 4 port for the Nintendo Switch seems like it is a straight-up port of the xbox version just with the different buttons on the screen like the um the hd re-release of the of resident evil 4 uh for the xbox one and that's what it seems like this one is so i i I know that there's a lot of people that are upset about it but the original game didn't have motion controls so it's not like it's a game that was designed around motion controls it's just it's always nice when every feature of the console that you're playing on gets used uh, that being said, I know un- that until all consoles have gyroscopes in their controllers, then most games will not come out supporting those uh, controller modes. It just doesn't make sense for a lot of developers to put the money and resources into uh, making sure that they have ticked this box when a third of their customers won't care about that box at all. Uh, and the rest of them will be like, well, okay, it's nice to have, but it's not a deal breaker. Now, I think a few weeks ago on my other podcast, Run, Jump, Stomp, I was talking to Scott Johnson, and we were talking about how we really, really like uh, what uh, Microsoft was doing with controllers uh, the idea that they're doing all of this inclusive stuff, like there was, they had a patent on a Braille controller, and they've got the the adaptive controller, and then they just brought out uh, like the one-handed controller for Xbox, which totally just looks like a, a Wii nunchuck. Um, I hope that when the next Xbox system comes out, that the controllers have gyroscopes built in because the switch has them built in the playstation has them built in and the xbox does not and if the xbox has a gyroscope built in then i think almost all developers 
will consider including that as the box that they want to tick. And a lot of people who like to use gyroscopic controls will be able to use them in more games. And I think at the end of the day, that's probably uh, a good thing for everyone. Uh, Joel Mead 24 in chat says, don't tick my boxes. All right, let's talk about Dragon Quest. For those of you who don't know, I am a huge fan, huge, huge fan of MMO games. Like they are my, they are my jam. I'm always kind of playing an MMO right now. I'm playing two, which is just stupid. Like, I don't know what the hell I'm thinking playing two MMOs. They, they always take up so much time, but oh, well, whatever. Um, Dragon Quest 10 is an MMO now, I think it's only in Japan. I don't think you can play it in the U.S. I could be wrong about that. Um, but Dragon Quest X is an MMO that is on... Oh, you know what? I can't remember. I think it's on the PS4. Um, let me let me just search real quick. Dragon Quest X. And uh, let's see. What system is it on? It is available for... Four. Nope, that's the wrong button. Um, release. It's from Square Enix. Oh, it's for the Wii. Oh, I didn't know that. And it's also on the Wii U. No, 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 no. Okay, it's on the Wii. Uh, but now it's it's getting a port. Okay, are you ready for this? This is surprising. All right. So the port of Dragon Quest Ten, which is an MMO Dragon Quest. Uh, is coming to the Switch, awesome. Coming to the 3DS, surprising. And coming to the Wii U. Now that is really surprising. I did not anticipate that that game would get a Wii U rep- uh, a port. That is just crazy to me. I mean, the Wii U is dead. 13 million, 13.8 million? I think maybe 13.2 million. Uh, around 13 and a half million, uh, we use were sold lifetime and the switch eclipsed that incredibly fast. It was able to blow that out of the water. No problem at all. Uh, in fact, the switch has, has just continually hit milestone after milestone. Uh, in fact, it recently outsold the lifetime sales of the PS4 in Japan. Now, Again, that's Japan. Japan is very, very focused on portable games instead of like console games and PCs. So it makes a lot of sense that the that the Switch would do so well in Japan. But still, I, the PS4 sold a lot of systems, and the Switch in just two years and three months, I think, outsold it. That's really, really good. Uh, so it makes a lot of sense to port to the Switch, but to port to the Wii U, whoops, I dropped something. Um, that's just, that's bananas to me. Uh, it surprises me to no end, but you know what? I think it's good because because a lot of people want to play Dragon Quest Ten, and um, now they're going to be able to. Now, that being said, are you going to be able to play it here in the U.S.? Well, I don't know. I don't think it's going to be localized. Of course, you can buy games from other eShops. You don't have to wait for it to come to the North American eShop, which it probably will never do. 
you can buy it from the Japanese eShop. However, I, I don't think it's going to be localized, so everything will be in Japanese, which means you won't be able to read anything unless you read Japanese. Now, if you do, then I think you're going to be all set. And I've heard good things about Dragon Quest X. It's pretty popular over in Japan. I've never played it, but, I mean, Dragon Quest is a huge, huge game. And uh, it, I just wish that these uh, that these Japanese developers would realize that while we are n- we in the West are not nearly as f- we we don't have we don't love JRPGs with the fervor that uh, Eastern consumers do. Uh, I think that Dragon Quest Eleven, or I'm sorry, Ten, would probably do well here in the States, mostly because there's no other MMO on the Nintendo Switch. Does that make sense? I think so. Um, let's move on and, uh, let's take, let's take a second and thank our sponsors. And when we come back, we're going to talk about something and I can't remember what it is. Oh yeah. We're going to talk about a little indie game. Hello, Hi, I'm Daniel founder of pretty litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created pretty litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey, listen. A little indie game that is coming to the Nintendo Switch is called Brothers. Now, if you've not played Brothers, uh, then it's this really interesting game where you play as two brothers trying to help their father, uh, who is sick, uh, get someplace, right? And the cool thing about it is, is that you control each brother with one of the two joysticks on your controller. So one of the brothers, you steer him around with one stick and the other one you steer around with the other stick and you control both at the same time. Uh, I have the game on Steam and I've played it. I have not finished it, mostly because I don't finish games. I start games. And I get excited about games, but then I get distracted by shiny things, and I don't finish games. I have heard really, really good things about Brothers, A Tale of Two Sons. I've heard that it has brought many people to tears uh, as they finish this game. It is one of those games that should be on every platform so that people can play it if they have a a better attention span than I do. Uh, But uh, it's coming to the Nintendo Switch, and actually, I I shouldn't have closed it. I don't... um, Let's see, when is it coming? Uh, It's available for pre-purchase now. It does not say exactly when it is coming out. Um, But... It's available for pre-purchase now. And if you're looking for a good story game, 
I've heard so many amazing things about this game that you have just got to check it out. So uh, Brothers for the Nintendo Switch is available for pre-purchase now. And somebody is at my door. So uh, my son is answering it. So I'm going to continue. Let's move on. Now you're playing with power. All right. Pokemon Sword and Pokemon Shield. Uh, we're going to get some more news about them. This says, this comes from Serbi.net. Serbi is uh, a, a Twitter account that follows or that, that tweets all kinds of stuff about Pokemon. So uh, they said that, where is it right here? Uh, the next issue of the Japanese magazine Koro Koro Ichiban is due out next month and is stated to have the latest information for Pokemon Sword and Shield. Uh, so if you are interested in that, make sure that you check out uh, Serbi.net, and I'm sure that they will post a translation for this. I am going to take a quick break to go find out who's downstairs, and we will be right back after that. Well, damn it, I can't remember if I said this before or after I stopped recording, but uh, oh my gosh, why why is this not working? Okay. Um, I don't remember if I said it before or after, uh, I stopped recording, but I had to go downstairs cause somebody was at the door. Uh, let's, uh, let's talk about some, some deals, some deals that you might want to get in on. Now, I, I assume if you're listening to this show, you probably have a Nintendo switch. That's just my guess. Um, if you don't and you're thinking about it, or if you're thinking about getting a second one, um, Joel Mead, I think it was Joel Mead in chat. Yeah, Joel Mead in chat sent us a, a there's a deal for the Nintendo Switch Neon. That's the better version anyway. The gray is kind of boring. But the Neon one for $244 on Google Express with the code Memorial15. So this weekend is Memorial Day, and I don't get why it's Memorial 15, but you can get the you can get the system. It's already at 287. If you use the code uh, Memorial 15, you get 15% off. Wait a second, let me understand 244. Yeah, so it's already at 287 dollars, and then if you use Memorial 15, you will save more money on it. Uh, this coupon expires on May 23rd. So you have two days to, uh, to do this. Google express is like, I I don't know, I guess it's like a deals thing. Uh, I'm not really sure, but it says 15% off up to 180 max savings on this specific item with the code Memorial 15 limit one coupon per user coupon expires May 23rd, 2019 or while supplies last. So if you're thinking about buying a second Nintendo Switch, then there you go. I, what are you waiting for? Uh, Wario64 says that Sid Meier's Civ 6 is on sale for $30 on Amazon. Um, this is a game that, that you can play on your Switch. I, I, is, if I understand correctly, uh, you can play it on your Switch, and then you can play the same, um, the, the same save on your pc and you can kind of toggle back and forth between them so if that seems really good to you then 30 dollars for sims um uh sid meyer's civ 6 uh that that sounds like a good deal 
All right, let's move on over to feedback. It may be the most addictive toy in history, and it's definitely the hottest thing this Christmas. Okay, real quick before we get out of here, Tim Moore uh, tweeted at me. They said, is there any word on Shin Megami Tensei Strange Journey Redo Redux uh, released on the 3DS in 2018? Any plans for a Switch release for it? Uh, right now, I googled it, right? Shin Megami Tensei Switch. And there, there is a Shin Megami Tensei 5 coming to the Switch. We don't know when, but I haven't heard anything at all about uh, the, the one that you're talking about, the uh, Strange Journey coming to the Nintendo Switch. I, I haven't heard anything about that. And honestly, oh my God. Hey, Google, stop. Sorry. Uh, and honestly, I'd be surprised if they did because... Like, they want people to be playing Shin Megami Tensei 5. However, you know, it doesn't cost a lot of money to port, especially when you're porting to a more powerful platform. Now, I have not played Shin Megami Tensei uh, Strange Journey. I don't know how involved the bottom, the lower screen, the touch screen is to that game. And if there's not a lot of stuff that requires two screens and they can collapse that onto one screen, then it then maybe they would port it over. It all depends on how much work would have to go into that port. Uh, at Danny Corbo tweeted at me, they said, when do you think Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles will come to the Switch? I'm thinking this, I'm thinking, I'm thinking that we will definitely get a release date this summer uh, during E3. Uh, Square Enix has a huge booth um, Nintendo has a huge booth. Nintendo is going to have their Nintendo Direct. I th- think Square Enix is going to have a press conference like where they get up on stage and talk about stuff where they're going to show off Final Fantasy VII Remake. But I don't think that's all they're going to show off. Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles is a game that a lot of people are going to get excited for. It's a game a lot of people missed out on and it's a fantastic game. I had it on the GameCube. Super fun. Um... But I don't know. I don't know. Hopefully soon, because that's a fantastic game, and I want to play it again. Uh, I never, I never really was able to take full advantage of of that game, and the reason was because you required that you have a bunch of uh, GBAs and a link cable and a GameCube, and that's just too much money. Uh, now, be with the with having the internet, that makes things so much easier. All right, uh, one more tweet. Um, Matt tweeted at me. They said, Hey Bill, I'm currently at 35 Amiibo in my collection. Uh, like you, I only purchase the ones I like eight bit here. Eight bit link here is definitely my favorite. And like N64 Josh, they're still in their packaging. I say, let them out of their packaging, open those up. The toys are meant to be played with. Uh, I only have 24. So you got me beat. Oh no, Mario. Something. I got it. You help us find Donkey Kong, and we'll help you find Herman. And I'm going to help you find the outro for the show. Become a part of this community over at runjumpstomp.com slash discord. You can also watch the show live at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. Get a hold of me by sending a tweet at runjumpstomp. Use the hashtag Nintendo Switchcraft if you're looking to support the show. 
Stop by runjumpstomp.com slash thank you. And for more content like this, check out runjumpstomp.com slash shows. The music you are about to hear is Corneria Star Fox Remix by Noteblock. It is a fantastic song, and there's more where that came from. I'll see you guys all next time. Until then, bye-bye.